Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> gorgeous, very hardworking attraction theme song loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Well, thank you very much, honey. And yeah, I love those theme park attraction songs. Yes, we Hi, all do. They enhance every single attraction we go on, exactly. whether you notice it or not. Right. But we're going to go true. over some of the most noticeable ones, I think, today. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. We are actually recording this episode on Saturday, February 24th. What? 2024 because well we may talk about it in a little bit and this episode is dropping on sunday february 25th 2024 already almost two months all the way through 2024 yeah that's crazy crazy i know we say it all the time i know time moves it's amazing (laughs) apparently we're still continuously shocked by it i know i know but it it's is, a leap year, so we get an extra we day. We get an extra February <laughs> day this year, yes. An extra day in the year. Great. That's, that's kind of nice. What are you going to do with that extra day in the year? Oh, that's a good question. It's like, do you take it on the 29th of February, or do you spread it out over time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you do with that day, we hope you actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter. X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And, you know, as Tom was mentioning, all these ways to interact, we love it. And we love interacting with you all and hope that you do connect with us some way. Yes, we do hope you connect with us some ways. And we're thinking about possibly, or I'm thinking about this, maybe a surprise to Michelle. Uh Uh-oh. Wait, what? (laughs) We're coming up on our 300th episode. Yeah, that I did notice. Yeah. You know, we've never done a live episode. Ooh. (laughs) I was totally springing this on Michelle as we do this podcast. And I'm not saying we're going to do it. Right. But I'd like to put it out there. Would people like us to do the 300th episode as a live episode? Michelle, would you like (laughs) us to do our 300th episode as a live episode? Um, I don't, you know, I kind of like the idea, but I also know all my little quirks as we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, squirrel and I get distracted and, you know, things like that. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see, but it's, 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 it's ruminating. It's a possibility. If, if it's not going to happen on the 300th episode, it's going to happen soon. We're going to do a live episode at some point. We've talked about it yeah. in the past, trying to figure out the best time to do it. Maybe the 300th episode, maybe an ask us anything episode. We'll see. I know it's also <laughs> always Michelle's favorite episodes. We'll see. We'll keep you informed. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in, whether it be uh, for our 300th episode or somewhere in the near future. Because if we, if we get enough input that says, yeah, 
please do that. Right. Because the one thing we really want is, <laughs> is I think our fear of if we did a live episode, they'd be like, okay, it's live, but nobody's, nobody's here. It's just us. We might as well yes. be recording anyway. So we'd love to know that you would be involved if we do a live episode. True, so please true. reach out to us on social media, you know, through the Gmail account, whatever, and tell us what you think, if that's a good idea. Okay. Sorry. I spun us off really early here. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. Plus, I caught Michelle completely by shock there. So I think she needs to recover for that. So to recover for that. Well, we need to talk about, of course, our favorite things from this week is, you know, we always like to take a look back at the week that was. This is the Disney podcast of positivity. So before we get into this week's episode, we like to look at those high moments, those wonderful moments, those positive moments from the week that was. As I mentioned, we call it my favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, fantastic, <laughs> all things good in yeah. the world. She even deals with me throwing things out there that she had no idea were coming before. But you know she does the best research. You're about to hear she has the best lists. One thing also is for certain, she always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week? Well, I actually think my favorite thing from this week is going to happen today, later today. Um, but because that hasn't happened, I knew I need to talk about something. And this one was also really great, too, is we had an opportunity to get together with my sister and brother-in-law and my brother-in-law's. Uh, family as well. So it was kind of cool getting all families together and it was super fun. Yeah, I agree with you on all those aspects that probably what's going to happen today because we are traveling. Uh, this is why we're recording today. We are actually traveling to the west coast of Florida. Of Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah, not the west coast of the country, the west coast of Florida. So, you know, a three hour drive as opposed to a five hour plus flight. Right. You know. <laughs> um, but we're meeting up with some, you know, I will we'll call them really great friends. I call them brothers. Um, some of our favorite people in the whole wide world. Yeah. Um, some that are already here in Florida another couple that have just flown in um, and are visiting and we don't get to see them nearly enough. So we're going to be connecting with them today and uh, really, really looking forward to that. Uh, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as far as what has taken place to this point, that is our favorite things from this week. I agree with you. Meeting with your your family, getting mm -hmm. together for a nice dinner, uh, getting together for the local Greek festival, right. which we did last night, which was a lot of fun as well. A little loud. The bounce was a little loud. We were right <laughs> next to the stage. It was a little loud. But uh, the food was great and we had a great time the dancers were magnificent right. um it was it's a it's a cool event and glad we got to experience it um that definitely is also one of my favorite things from this week also the bad batch is back i very know. happy we got yeah, more star wars especially mm -hmm. the bad batch happy that's back uh can't wait to see how this season progresses for sure yeah the last season yeah, the last season of The Bad Batch. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how this end of that story gets told. I'm right. looking forward to finding it all out. They twist the turns, everything about it. Also, we had a favorite thing from this week from one of our wonderful listeners, our mm -hmm. Hyperion adventurers out there. This came from Scott in Minnesota. He said, my favorite thing this week is the frantic phone call from my wife that there were four <laughs> days available at Alani this summer. We had been looking at it for a few weeks, and but... 
There were only a, a single nights here and there. So on a whim, she checked again and found four consecutive nights available. Standard view, but whatever. We won't be in the room much anyways. We are all so excited. So my tip of the week is keep checking back. If you're a DVC member and you really want a specific window or resort, keep checking back. Cancellations happen all the time. To paraphrase the great philosopher Ferris Bueller, reservations open pretty fast. If you don't look around, <laughs> You might miss them, Scott, Minnesota. <laughs> uh, that's great news. We've always wanted to go to Alani. I'm so glad you, you and your family are going to get to go to Alani uh, right. this, this year, Scott. Yeah, so glad you shared that story with us and with our Hyperion adventurers. And sharing a tip is always, always appreciated, too. So. Right. And that tip is great. Yes, always keep checking back. Cancellations do happen all right. the time, especially as you get closer to that window, that 30-day and even that seven-day window. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Alani is a little bit tough to go on a 30-day or a seven-day window, right. but it's good to keep checking back and wait lists are wonderful. Yes, um, but yeah, it, and we've experienced the same thing where something became available before our wait list actually gave it to us. Mm -hmm. So great tip. Yep. Keep looking back. Um, you never know what might pop up. Yeah. Now on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff. Well, we have some stuff for you this <laughs> week. It wasn't a busy Disney News Week, but I have a few things for you. Uh, we'll start with a more modern version of an attraction is set to reopen while the classic version closes only to prepare to reopen again at a different location. <laughs> what is that? Where is that happening? We'll tell you about that. And the theme for an upcoming Run Disney race. By the way, congratulations to yes. everybody that took part in the Princess Half Marathon weekend. We didn't get to do it this year. We did it last year. Maybe next year. We're trying to figure that out. We'll see. Uh, congratulations to everybody, whether you ran sure. the 5K, 10K, Half Marathon Challenge. Everybody, we know some people that were out there. Hope you had a fantastic time. Yeah. It looked like the weather was perfect right. for was a race really weekend great. in Florida. Couldn't have been better. Hope you had an amazing time. We'll tell you more about what's coming up for a Run Disney race later this year as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's some also some exciting food things happening in the month ahead. There's always exciting food things that happening true. at the Disney parks that we are always excited about. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our very attraction musical main topic of the week. This week's main topic, you know, it'd been a little bit, not too long, but it had been a, a little while since we did our last musical episode. We know those are some of your favorites. And, you know, we, we also know that you love attractions as well. So we thought, let's get back in and combine both of them. Get a little music and a little bit of attractions. Attraction music. Yes, we're going to list our five favorite attraction songs, right, Michelle? Yeah, and again, it was pretty surprising to see that we hadn't done that. We've yeah. done some iterations, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I think the one song when we did with attractions were so, uh, attractions that are no longer around, um, and we've done some this and that kind of attraction type of episodes. But And there's been attraction songs that have been thrown into 
categories that right. are different than that. But just focusing on that, attractions that are currently at Disney parks um, with theme songs or multiple theme songs. Some of them are going to have multiples. Okay. Um, we'll see uh, You know what our favorites are, and this will be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, definitely. So when we do any of these lists, <laughs> you know we always start with Michelle because, well, look. You know my list. I mean, you probably are like stacking it right now. Like you, you go ahead, take a second, go ahead and write down a list here. And I'll bet you you're most of you are going to nail what my list is going to be. But Michelle, there's going to be something off to the left, something off to the Maybe. right. Look up, look down. You never know where her list is going to land. So that's why she always has the most interesting list. So that's why we always start with her because you know, it's going to be fascinating. So let's get to it. Our five favorite uh, Disney attraction songs. Michelle, what is your number five? 5A, 5B, 5C? Uh, five, I just have a five. Hey, me too. What do you <laughs> Not know? saying I don't have an A and B somewhere along this list, oh. but I do. <laughs> well, that's no, more than five. <laughs> but for five, I just have a five. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you know, and, and I don't know how you approached this. Um, it was like some songs... I, I like them because of the song itself and some I like because of the attraction mm -hmm. and, and maybe how it, it makes you feel. So um, I kind of did a combination of both. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So anyways, with that in mind, my number five is Soren. This song just really captures your attention right at the start. And, and you can feel again how it, it builds and builds the excitement. And I just really love how the sound of it is and how it makes you feel when you're on the attraction. And it does seem to be like a perfect type of sound and flow to correspond with what you're watching. And that goes with, you know, whichever version you're watching. But um you know, like I said, you get that sense that you're going to have a unique experience and it delivers. Uh, completely agree. It didn't make my list, but it's an honorable mention for sure. I love the orchestration, um, the way this thing, it does actually feel like you're soaring. Right. It's, it's a flying melody, um, but then it also punctuates those big moments mm -hmm. when there are reveals and things appear on in front of you as you're soaring. Right. Um, it is a, it really is a wonderful, wonderful piece of music mm -hmm. um, that 
perfectly complements the attraction. Sure. I completely agree with you. So All right. very well, good thank choice. You. Very good choice. All right. So let's start your list. What's your number five? My number five is a little more, well, let's just say it's a little more silly. You know, it's it's something that that it's an attraction that's just more fun. You know, we love Disneyland. You know, we love Disney's California Adventure Park. You know, we love Cars Land. <laughs> you know, we love Mater. And we do love Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Why don't you come with me on the two-lane road? You might never feel like going back. Radiator ever coming down the pole. Hey, that mountain looks like a Cadillac. Gotta be one of my favorite things right here in Radiator Spring. So this is, is if you've never been on it, it's, it, you may, may know alien swirling saucers that's in uh, toy story land right. at, at Disney's Hollywood studios. It's a different version of that. It's a much, much better version yes. of that in our opinion. <laughs> right. Um, it's outdoor, you know, I mean, not that, you know, it's covered for swirling saucers, right, right. which it needs to be in Florida. This is outdoor in the open air. It's a lot of fun. Um, the fact that Mater is singing, and this is just one of several songs that he does. I just right. picked one that is one of my favorites. Um, and it's just it's just a blast. It's just a fun, fun attraction. It is. It's it's cute, you know, and like you said, Mater singing it, but also the car that you're riding in is a Mater truck. Um it, the tractors. Tractors, the tractors yeah. yeah. And um, you know, like you said, it, it does mimic the concept of swirling saucers, but like you said, the Mater one is, I think it's a little more punctuated the the way that it turns and slides you and things like that. Um, but yeah, it is just really cute and and uh, love it, love it, love it. It just fits within Cars Land so For much. Sure. One, you need a Mater attraction. If you're talking about anything Cars, you need something Mater right. in there. This is like Mater to a T. Yeah. You know, the fact you heard him singing there. It's just perfect. Yeah. It is a great little attraction. Usually not with a super long wait. It's so it's even better because it, there's a good chance you're going to get a chance right, to ride. Right, right. Yeah. 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 You kind of scared me though. Cars Land Ride. I might have a song for it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So speaking of that, let's go ahead and get back to the real list here. <laughs> let's get to Michelle's number four favorite Disney attraction song. Okay. Well, my number four uh, favorite attraction song comes from the the attraction Carousel of Progress. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a dream away. Man has a dream and that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. When it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. So as an attraction, you know, it's it's okay, you know. Um, and my brother 
when he worked that attraction would sometimes tell me some funny stories. But it really wasn't until I took a tour at Walt Disney World that um, it was brought to our attention that this was the only attraction in Walt Disney World, a park named specifically after Walt Disney, that he actually rode, that Walt Disney actually rode. So hearing that, I don't know why I never realized it, just, you know, kind of made it feel a little more special. And that song is just, you know, such a positive song. And speaking of that, I, I think the reason I find that song so um, so endearing is because somebody mentioned to us, if you replace the word man in the song with Walt, you know, it's really cool, you know, so instead of saying man had a dream, say Walt had a dream. And that's a start, you know, and it became a reality for you and me. And it really did. Mm -hmm. You know, the theme parks became a, a reality for generations of people and continue for people who love theme parks, not just Disney theme parks. I mean, Walt really helped set the standard, raise the bar that theme parks can be great and enjoyable and clean and fun. And so even if you're more of a universal fan or, or SeaWorld lover, um, you can still thank Walt Disney for making those places become great. And uh, that competition still exists today. Agreed. And I agree on that attraction. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite attractions for multiple reasons. <laughs> I mean, I know it's kind of silly and it's a long attraction and it's not nothing modern or updated about it. Right. As a matter of fact, a lot of it, especially the last scene, is way out of date. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just fun. It's, it's, it is classic Disney. It's a nice you know, sit down for 20 minutes right. and, you know, get out of the heat or the rain or whatever it might be at Walt Disney World. But, and Walt, yeah, like you said, Walt wrote it, not at Walt Disney World. He wrote right. it when it was back at Disneyland. They packed it up and moved it out to Walt Disney mm -hmm. World. It's just a fantastic attraction. And that song is actually my number four as well. Oh, wow. Very so cool. So we, match, we matchy matchy on <laughs> nice. that one. Um, I love it. I love that. I love that song. I love the message of the song. Right. I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So great choice. So Likewise, good. Sweetie. I copied it. <laughs> so that means we go back to the real list. Let's get back to Michelle's number three favorite Disney attraction song. Okay. So here's where I have an A and a B. Oh boy. I know. Three A and three B. And um So that's not five songs. <laughs> no, that's why I was trying to say at the beginning I, I didn't have a five A and B, but there was somewhere in there I had a A and B. <laughs> Which is here at three. <laughs> Does that make sense now? No, but let's go. <laughs> All I right. mean, when would, when would your list make sense? <laughs> so um, both of these are, um, I guess, would be classified kind of under that umbrella of being kind of silly and whatever. But let's start with 3A, the uh, theme song from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Nothing can stop us now. I'll tell you how. We're going to make it happen. Let's take a ride and spend the day in the countryside. Nothing can stop us now. I don't know how it could be 
Okay, it's corny. It's very it's childlike, just fun. but what? it is. It's cute as can be, and it 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 is very to me at least. It reflects, um, you know, original Disney theme songs and things like that. It, it definitely captures the personalities of the characters, uh, especially when you see the newer animated series that came out. And if you haven't watched those, they're great. They have amazing stories. Um, but yeah, it's just very happy, upbeat and fun and love it. Yeah. And you know, we are the Disney podcast of positivity. That is a very positive <laughs> song. True. Nothing can stop us now. <laughs> right. Um, I love it. I love Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Uh, it's a fantastic attraction. It's a great addition to to both Disney's Hollywood studios and to Disneyland park right. over in California. Um, it's, it's, it's great. And that song is, is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good. All right. So that All was right. five, a three, three, three a. a, excuse me, three, a, right. And now three B is, uh, as I mentioned, had something from cars land and that's a Luigi's rollicking roadsters. So again, cutesy song for sure. Um, but personally, it brings smiles to my face. Um, whenever we go to the park and we have Scott with us, he loves that ride. Um, but he also loves riding it with you, sweetheart. And so, uh, so that we're not scrunched up. I sit in a separate car. But what really is thrilling and, and fun for me is watching the two of you riding together because inevitably you both are smiling and laughing and that just warms my heart. So, and it's, and you know, they, there are various versions, um, like the Mater, uh, there are different ones that, uh, that they play and it's, they're all fun and love it. Yeah. It's one of those where you don't know what song you're going to get until you get, I think I'm sure there's an order to it and that you Probably, can kind of figure yeah. it out if you do it enough, right. which order, you know, what, by listening to the songs ahead of you, which song you might get. But they all bring their different energy. That's not the exact uh, version of right. Funiculi Funicula that comes along with it. But it's still, you get the idea. Uh, it, I, I think in Funiculi Funicula in uh, Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters, actually, that is the song where they they kind of, he because this is all supposed to be his, Luigi's family members visiting from Carsali, right. which is their town. And so he like they he calls them all out because all the cars have a different name, right? I mean that's one of the interesting things about it is that and sometimes a lot of details and sometimes some of the cast members will actually tell you which one you're in if you know especially if it's that song coming up they'll right. let you know which one you're in because he'll do call outs too okay and then you'll be in like the center dancing your car will right. be dancing it's a lot of fun it's a fun attraction hope you get to uh, Disney's California Adventure Park if you've never been before to check it out it's it's a lot of fun it's wonderful yeah and it's. Uh, uh, one of the first trackless systems mm -hmm. that uh, Disney put into their parks. So yeah, definitely in California for sure. So yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Nice choice, Michelle. Well, thank as you. They always are. So I guess we're at your number three now. Speaking of something that is always, as we all know. <laughs>
Pokemon, you knew it had to be in there somewhere, sure. right? There was no doubt. No of doubt. Of course, from Frozen Ever After at Epcot in the Norway Pavilion. Look, you know me. <laughs> Hashtag real men love Frozen. I'm definitely going to get Let It Go in there somewhere from that. Now, obviously, that's not the exact portion of Let It Go that you get in the attraction right. itself. But... Yeah, we wanted to punctuate yeah. Again. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I don't think I need to say anymore. You know why that's one of my on my list. You know what I feel about Frozen. You know what I feel about Let It Go. Uh, it has to be on my list. Yeah, it is good. And it's a great attraction. It's always fun. And um, yes, I did expect it on your list. And glad you didn't disappoint us. <laughs> There's no chance. It was going to be there somewhere. It's just a matter of where it was going to fall on my list. Today, it falls at number three. Ask me later. It may be number two, number one. <laughs> Who knows? I know. It I would kind be of on wondered if it was going to be one or two. It would so, be on my yeah. list. So that's my number three. Back to the real list. Let's get back to Michelle's number two favorite Disney attraction song. So uh, my number two, and I know there's various songs that would come from this, but it's from the attraction Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I heard Now, before you comment on that, yes. I went, uh, there there were multiple choices yes. we could have picked from. They're all amazing. They all bring a different right. version from what we understand of the attraction, <laughs> a different feel from the attraction. Is that my favorite song from the attraction or your favorite song from that is in the attraction? Probably not. Right. But it is the one song, <laughs> the one time we've actually written Cosmic Rewind that played for us and we enjoyed the song for sure. Right. Okay, now go ahead and comment. All right. Well, thank you. Yes, you are correct on all of those points. So it's very factual. Um, you know, and for me, it's like, have you ever been in that situation with like extreme sensory overload and scary um, that was me on this attraction. And I, I, I remember keep telling myself, it's not a long ride. <laughs> I can make it through this. It's not going to be that too, too much longer. Uh, but then I did take note of the music. And now I was still uncomfortable <laughs> with the situation. But I could appreciate the music and, and how well it was coordinating with the ride, you know, and knowing the other songs. Yes, there are some great songs that I think would be equally wonderful. Um, now, as you mentioned, haven't been back. It's not my thing, but I do love the music that the Imagineers took the time to to select and, you know, kudos for picking great tunes. I know they're not Disney written tunes, but I still think um, they definitely obviously fit the theme of the from the films and the attraction. Yeah, I mean, what would a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, whether it be Mission Breakout or Cosmic Rewind, be without the music? What would the movies be without the music? Right. I mean, that's kind of you know part of the basis of it. Is yes. That enhances the movies. It enhances the attractions for sure. Right. Um, 
you know, we talked about this in the past. I was good for about 80, 85% of the attraction. <laughs> and a good portion of that was because of the music. I was just mm-hmm. jamming along right. with it as he went along. And then eventually the ride kind of caught up to me later. Not that it was terrible. It just wasn't, I wasn't in a great spot when I walked off that ride. Yeah. You know? For you, it was more a feeling of queasiness and, yeah. and sickness. Mine was a little bit more terror. <laughs> <laughs> Completely understand. <laughs> Completely understand. Of those songs, if you were now that, like I said, that was the song mm-hmm. that um, played for us. Right. Of those songs, which one is your favorite of the you know the possible songs you can um, get? That's a really good question. I, I kind of think maybe September mm-hmm. might be, um, but you know maybe by a smidgen. I think, you know, again, on any given day, I might pick a different one. What about you? Yeah, I would go with September as well. Earth, Wind & Fire is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Um, I think that, that that song is is fantastic. Um, but I like all those choices. I know some people complain about a couple of them, but I, I any of them, I think, are, are right. wonderful songs. And um, I, would, if, I wish I could take that ride a little better because I'd yeah. love to experience them all at some point. Right. I just don't know if I can. I, I know. It's know one of I those, I, I think, for both of us, for the different reasons of why, we might be able to go back and experience it and have a better right. outcome. But do you chance it? Like that was it? that's me, you know, because when I did it, I was still working at the post office. I was exhausted all the time. My body was spent. I had worked very long day the day before. Yeah, and you know, and so I, yeah, I don't know if that played a part in it, but I it's tough for me to say I need to take the chance and do it again because you know I. It, it, it took me a little bit to recover. Right. Not that I was, you know, I wasn't physically sick or anything. It was just that queasy, queasy feeling afterwards. Right, right. And I don't know if I want to go through that again or not. At some point, I probably will. Right. At some point, I'll probably go on it again. I just don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. But I uh, love the choice. Um, oh, again, uh, any of the gardens, the galaxy attractions, the music makes them that much better. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, so then we must be at your number two. My number two, it's back to the classic Disney attractions for me for my Ooh. number two song. So obviously, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me from Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite all-time attractions, the Disneyland version. Well, Disneyland, it's good. good. (laughs) It's good. The Disneyland version blows it out of the water. And I know that there's some um, Asian parks that have some interesting versions, too. Right. And actually, Disneyland Paris Paris. has a fantastic version of it as well. Um, But just, I think the song 
helps make that attraction mm-hmm. that much better. It's a classic. Walt didn't ride on it really, but right. he did kind of go through and see what it was going to be like before. Unfortunately, he passed away way too early. But right. It's it's it is classic Disneyland. It is classic Disney. For sure. And, and, you know, he was very much involved in, you know, how it was going to look and and what it was going to include. So he definitely had a, a strong presence and hand in it. Um, there is even on Disney Plus, um, I think it's is behind, it the, the attractions. behind the attractions. Yeah, I know that. And, and I think maybe the engineering story. Yeah, and the pre-opening of Disney. No, because I think that was later, so it might have been the 10th anniversary. There's another show that was at Walt's time Mm -hmm. where he's describing the attraction and showing it kind of on a model scale. Yeah, there's something that is a behind-the-scenes look, like this is what's coming, right? and Walt is talking about what is going to happen. Right, so they use that excerpt in the Imagineering story. Very good, very good. Yeah, I love that. I, I... I kind of went back and forth and almost had that on my list, but ended up bringing it to honorable mention. And I kind of had a feeling you might include it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know me. There's a couple of classic (laughs) attractions that are some of my favorites. You might be able to already guess what my number one is. Not that you didn't guess it a long time ago, Um, but they they are definitely some of my favorites and I I just love them very much. So that's why that's my number two, but let's get back to the real list here. Let's get to the number one, Michelle's number one favorite Disney attraction song. Okay, so my number one favorite Disney attraction song is Small World Holiday Edition. So it's again really cute. Uh, they do an amazing job of how they blend, and it's they they do different Christmas songs as you're going through the ride that they in, interweave into it. But um, for me, it's so I remember the very first time I visited Walt Disney World as a child, and It's a Small World was the first attraction I went on, and I knew from that moment that I was in love with this place, and I thought it was the most spectacular place in the world. Um, Now, when we moved out or when I moved over to the West Coast, I could appreciate the Disneyland version of It's a Small World. You know, I knew it was the OG and there's a lot of um, obviously similarities to it, but it didn't seem as impressive as the Walt Disney World one. But I, you know, it was good. But the year that 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 they introduced this Christmas overlay, um, that was another wow experience and it brought me back to that child me and being so swept away with the fun and the beauty and the love of this attraction and, you know, just being able to see little details and the music corresponds with the holidays. It's 
amazing. And, and that emotion is just fabulous. First off, it's a small world. Disneyland is the superior version <laughs> of it's a small world. In my opinion. Um, Mostly because it's it's the outside of it is the facade of it. Is that is true. The outside is it's the, so much stunning. better. Um, I like the that Disneyland's version of the mm-hmm. attraction, but that's the one that I grew up with. So I understand you grew up with the Walt Disney World version. Why that would be more of your right. favorite? Totally understand that. Uh, but yeah, I would have bet this was your number one because it combines <laughs> a couple things Michelle loves. One, she loves it's a small world very right. much. Mm-hmm. Two, she loves Christmas and Christmas <laughs> songs very much. The fact that you can, you know, mash the two up together. Right. Yeah, that's Michelle in a it's nutshell. Perfect marriage. Right there. That is Michelle. That is Michelle's attraction. You put in all the holiday decorations. They, they do this. And if you've never experienced it again, it's another thing to get out to the West Coast for mm-hmm. to check out. Whatever you feel about it's a small world. We know it's, some people are just like, I can't do that attraction. It's right. too much for me. You know, mostly because they feel it's annoying, the songs are annoying, whatever it <laughs> yes. might be. Um, it's worth trying because the, the decorations they add, the fact that they put a little bit of, of Christmas flair right. to every single character within it. Yes. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. I mean, whether it is that the the character, each of the dolls are holding an ornament or some type of, um, you know, flower, tinsel, tinsel something, but each one of them has something that represents the holidays and, you know, and, and I, and I, I do like thrill rides, you know, maybe not roller coasters as much, but um, yeah, I think this one, because of, of how my heart is endeared to it. uh, And I guess it's good that I do like it because it's also one of Scott's favorites. And so when we go to the park, it's, it's a must do for him when Mm -hmm. we're at magic kingdom or at Disneyland, and it's good because most of the time it's more than once that we're going on that attraction in the day, and so... And it does, it brings out the holidays. It brings out that holiday feel mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, a lot of what we celebrate the holidays, uh, you know, whether, you know, whatever holiday you you celebrate is about the children. Right. You know, it's about their joy right. and, you know, whatever, again, their celebration is, how they feel about it and seeing the looks on their faces when we get to that point. Right. And then right. going through this attraction and it's all about the little children of the world singing, you know, and their and all their various customs. You right. see a little bit of that in yes. all the lands. Yes, it mostly is focused on Christmas, of course, but you get a little bit of right. everything right. Um, throughout it, throughout the world. And I think it's it's really, it's it's very heartwarming wonderful it is you know and if you haven't seen it it's like the holiday decorations are more associated with the dolls I mean there is a scene that has a lot but more Christmas lights but for the most part it's the same attraction just with these little details added to it that are subtle and the music combined with it makes it you you feel the holidays oh yeah for sure it definitely brings out that holiday feel uh, yeah. every time you ride it. I uh, completely agree. Right. And that's why Thank it's you. the best number one Disney attraction song choice because Michelle's list is always the best <laughs> list. Oh, well, let's get to yours. Mine, again, you probably know it already. It's another classic attraction. Don't try to hide. Oh, a silly spook makes it by your side. Shroud in 
So, of course, Grim Grinning Ghosts from the Haunted Mansion. Doesn't matter which version you like, the Walt Disney World version, the Disneyland version, whatever. It is a cla- it's classic yes. Disney. The song is fantastic and it enhances the attraction so much. For sure. Um, it's it's outside of the super modern attractions, Rise of the Resistance, Mickey Minnie's right. Runaway Railway, etc. Um, Haunted Mansion is always my favorite attraction. It's a must do when we get to Magic Kingdom or when we get to Disneyland. Right. Um, and that song is is a big part of the reason why. Sure, sure. Yeah. Again, great choice. It, again, was on my list back and forth a, a bunch of times um, when making the list, and it did ha- get cut, but I totally appreciate it. It's a great song and as as, for all the reasons you're saying. Thanks. Thanks. So that's my number one. We'd love to hear your top five Disney attraction songs. Feel free to send them to us. We will do them on an upcoming show. Do you have any honorable mentions, Michelle? Um, well, I think some of the ones that were on your list were honorable mentions. I, I kind of thought a little bit about um, over at Epcot in the Mexican Pavilion, the Grand Fiesta Circle Tour. We're three caballeros, three gay caballeros. They say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes. We're always together. We're three happy chappies with snappy serapis. You'll find us beneath our sombreros. We're brave and we'll stay so. We're bright as a peso. We say so, the three caballeros. Yeah, so again, just fun and cute little song. Um, and I think another one that was on my honorable mentions list is from Epcot, the France Pavilion, uh, the background songs to the film mm-hmm. about France. I, I know that they don't play it as much during the day. They, they've brought in the single. The Impressions the, de France. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I just love that. I think, again, be, mainly because sitting there and seeing all those those sites from Paris. I know it's outdated now, but you still get there's still some very classic sites from Paris that you would still see and um, love it and love the music, too. Yeah, I, w- I considered put on on uh, from the Canada Pavilion mm-hmm. from Canada far and right. wide. Um, was it Canada, my Canada? Right. Um, that I I didn't put it in because I don't like it's not that I don't like it. I like the new version, but I like the older Agreed. version more right. uh, than the newer version of that song. Um, so it didn't make my list, but definitely an honorable mention for me because even still, that song is great. Sure. And it does. It, it's a wonderful song about Canada. Right, right. Um, and I, I, I love it. And I love Canada far and wide. I right, it's, yeah. It's, you know, again, I, there are other versions, past versions of it that I've liked a little more than the current version, but it's still, it's a good 
time if you haven't done it in a while to go in there and again get out of the heat right get out of the weather just enjoy something interesting in circle vision kind of about Canada, right you know? yes yes and you know they definitely you know give you the edu- edu- edutainment portion of that yeah um you know when you're mentioning that i also thought about putting on my list early on was um golden dreams which mm. we featured l- at last episode so i didn't want to incorporate it again this time but sure. that's a great attraction a theme song what yeah. about you one more classic attraction that made my honorable mention list So now if you didn't have It's a Small World in your head stuck, uh, now you've got the Tiki Room song there in your head. There you go. There you go. But yeah, I mean, what's, then again, classic Disney. Yes. And such a classic song. Right. Sherman Brothers, uh, another fantastic song and a great exactly. addition. Exactly. Exactly. So those are our five favorite Disney attraction songs. Again, we'd love to hear your list. Please send us a note on either the social media or our Gmail account. Let us know what's on your list. What did we miss? Right. We would love to hear yours as well. And we will talk about them on an upcoming show. Michelle, what would the attractions be? Our favorite Disney attractions with all the great songs that are back. There are so many and so many that are just subtle that you don't even right. notice. I mean, these exactly. are probably the ones that like kind of shout out to you when right. you're on the attraction. There are so many fantastic attractions that have just wonderful background, whether it's music or an actual song right. that yes. just make it that much better. And it's part of what is amazing and what the Imagineers do to make these Disney rides so much better right and you know how it does really impact your emotions and that additional sensory input that is what makes it so special yeah for sure for sure so now before we get to the disney stories of the week you know we have to talk about our great friend nate with main street and more travel because let's face it we all have trips we're thinking about taking in the very near future. Well, if you do, whether it be to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, or anywhere in the world beyond, let me tell you, Nate is the certified Disney vacation planner that you are going to want to get in contact with. Oh my gosh, for sure. You know, as we, you know, mention all the time, he really has firsthand knowledge of things so he can really help you plan customize a a trip that is going to be the best for you answer your questions it's really concierge level planning that doesn't cost you anything high end it is high end stuff that he will help you out with answer all your questions he is there for you to make sure your trip wherever it may be be the best it possibly can be. And as Michelle mentioned, no extra cost to you. That's because either Disney or whatever other travel branch that he works through pays him for you. Your What you end up paying 
is exactly what you pay. If you did all that work yourself, only you can save that time and just relax and enjoy and let him set it all up for you. Right. And you know what? He may even be able to save you some money from you doing it alone because he is on top of all the deals and steals that are out there. Yeah. There's never a guarantee. But let me tell you, if there's a discount out there, Nate will find it for you. So what you got to do is go to distripsandmore.com, fill out the form there and just contact him, talk to him, tell him what you want to do and let him get to work for you. Right. So as Tom mentioned, once you fill out that form, Nate will be back in touch with you to start that planning, but be sure to tell him that Tom and Michelle sent you. Yeah. Again, that's Nate with Main Street and more travel. And congratulations to Nate. He just finished the challenge. Yeah. Sorry, I forget the princess challenge, what it's called, but he got that darn in. I'm so jealous. <laughs> He's got that darn frozen medal. I know. With, with Anna and Elsa running. And like, when I saw that, I was like, it made me rethink about, uh, do I, am I ready to do a challenge yet? <laughs> I'm going to do a challenge in the future. Am I ready yet? I wasn't ready yet, but man, that medal made me think about, maybe I can, <laughs> go a little bit earlier and do it but uh congratulations to everybody at the run disney race and yeah. especially nate natalie um so many of you that right. were out there our friend pat was in the 5k yes. looking looking great as yes looking great as sebastian out there um <laughs> it, uh, run disney it's just wonderful i'm always when we don't go to a race weekend i'm always so jealous but so happy for everybody that right. gets out there. yeah and glad the weather held out to be really great for that as well for sure not only just held out, it was like, that's about, to me, what I think of optimum race weather, yes. like it was this weekend. It right. was magnificent. And um, again, so happy for everybody. So anyway, let's go ahead and get to the Disney stories of the week. Don't have a ton for you this week, but I do have a couple of things. I'm going to start with a modern, a more modern version of an attraction is set to reopen while the classic version closes only to prepare to reopen again in a different location. What kind of attraction could that be, Michelle? I don't know, sweetie. Which one is it? Well, it could be one of the from one of the songs that was on your list today of attraction songs. Soaring Around the World will reopen at Epcot on February 28th. That means, of course, your last chance to see Soaring Over California on the East Coast will obviously be on February 27th. So you'd only have a couple more days to get your chance to see that on the East Coast. Right. Wait, wait, wait. However, <laughs> you will have another chance to check it out over on the West Coast. That's because the classic version of the attraction will be opening, reopening at Disney California Adventure Park on March 1st. That'll be tied with, as it is usually, to the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, which is beginning at that time as right. well. Yeah, so... No, that's good. Um, and I know different people love the different versions and everybody has their preference. It's just great that people do rally around this attraction. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, my favorite version is the Soaring Over California right. version. I respect, and I understand why some people like Soaring Around the World better. I, I get it. Like some of the cutscenes are better. You know, it's it's very abrupt. Disney California, or Soaring Over California is a is a bit more abrupt where they kind of, transition a little bit better in soaring around the world. Right. Um, I still love soaring over California. I'm not as big a fan. I know you're definitely not of some of the, like those jump scare moments right. that kind of transition you yes. through soaring around the world. And maybe if I, you know, I, I've read, written it several times and I guess it just hasn't been committed to memory. It's like, when is that coming? But I, I just, I don't know. I, I think I like different scenes that they have in the original maybe a little better. Um, but 
not so much so that I would avoid the the soaring over the world. I, I do like it. It's just having a preference. Right. And it's, you can tell that the difference of when they shot it and right. what the, the camera technology was and everything. Right. You can see a little bit different. Um, and so I understand again. And we love both versions. Don't get us wrong. We do love both versions. Um but we just, I think it's just one of those things that's nostalgia, whatever. Soaring over California is is our personal favorite. Right. We still, and we've said this for years, would love to see it where it was like Star Tours, where you went into the theater and you didn't know which version you were going to yes. get. And I would even include other versions in there, like Soaring Over Australia, right. you know, Soaring Over Asia. I mean, I know portions of that are within mm-hmm. Soaring Around the World. You know, soaring over North America. So, you know, like you don't know what you're going right. to get. And again, we're giving the Imagineers <laughs> way too much work. But wouldn't fun, how fun would that be? Yes. You didn't know. And right. you're still like, oh, I've seen all these verses. I still haven't seen soaring over Australia. Right. I've got to get back in there. Exactly. And hope I get that this time. Yeah. You know, that would I be so cool. Be a lot of fun. Um, but again, giving the Imagineers <laughs> much more work than they need. They got plenty on their plates right. already. Uh, also want to talk about, yeah, the Run Disney announced their upcoming themes for a race coming this fall, mm-hmm. late summer, fall, I guess it's fall, yeah. October 31st through November 3rd, the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. We now know what characters, what themes will be representing each race. And I think it's a lot of fun. This yeah, year. yeah. It's really excited to see them. Yeah. So here they are for the 5K. It's the Swedish chef. Hashtag save the Muppets. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that they're all cooking related since it's the wine and dine half marathon. For sure. Yeah. Weekend. Makes sense. Yeah. The 10 K makes sense. Tiana's Bayou adventure right. will that be opening really up good. during the summer mm-hmm. for at Walt Disney world. So Tiana is for the 10 K. Do we do the 10 K? Maybe. I don't I know. know. I go I back know. and forth in my head. We'll, too. we'll yeah. see. Uh, for the half marathon, it is Remy of Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Of, course. of course. The little chef. And for the challenge this year, it is Chef Mickey, Chef Minnie. Um, again, I think they're all perfect representations. They they very much fit the theme of wine and dine. I love that they've done this for this year's event. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. And you know, this is um, a, a really one of those great times that you can really have chance to enjoy the festival as well as the runs. I mean, I know some of the other runs, especially how they've, you know, we're expanding all the festivals, but I don't know, there's just something different um, because it is emphasizing food and wine that that particular festival and the run kind of link. Yeah. We did the wine and dine 5k this last year. We actually had great weather for it. Mm -hmm. It was a very good day. Um, And you know, we would debate doing it again this year. I'm not sure if we're going to, but whether you're, if you're planning on doing it, well, your date is coming up very soon for your chance to register for that race or those races. Right. Um, I, I don't even need to mention, I think for the run Disney club, uh, club run Disney gold and platinum registration, <laughs> right, because you probably already know it's March 5th. Uh, but for everybody else, uh, March 12th, 10 a.m. Eastern time is when you can start registering for those races. And if you're thinking about doing it, you're going to want to be there at 10 a.m. Eastern time to book them because uh, those races, you know, they always go so quickly. Right. And yeah, it's not like you said, it's March 12th. So coming up pretty soon. Yep. Very soon. So make that decision. Hope you get out there. We're still trying to figure it out. What's our next race? Is it that one? Is it going to be later on in 2025? We'll see. But we will. We're not done. Doing right, Disney, <laughs> that's for sure. For sure. That's yeah. for sure. 
So that's it for my Disney stories of the week. However, I believe Michelle well, may have a Disney story of the week, um, I, in which is always the best story. <laughs> well, and, and I'm not going to uh, get into too much detail. It, right now, this is the time of year where a lot of things are coming together, where there's some great new foods that are time limited specific. Um, obviously, with Easter coming up, there's some food that is geared around Easter as well, some of the decorations. Um, and the uh, the flower and garden festival starting next week as yes. well. So a lot a lot of new foods to try there. I think you're thinking about getting out there for a day. Yeah, weekend. yeah. I, I think I might go on Thursday to. Um, I have to work. Womp womp. I know. But Michelle sorry. may be able to make it. I out might there. be able to yeah. get out there. I, I was contemplating going on opening day, but I think it might be. Um, you don't want to battle all the bloggers and bloggers. <laughs> It's tempting, but I think maybe I'll wait till Thursday. Uh, uh, but by the way, it's one of the good to go days. Don't even need a reservation for even more bloggers and bloggers out there. <laughs> uh, but the but the one foodie uh, issue that I kind of wanted to bring up, and in case people weren't aware of it, is um, March is Women's History Month, and so there are a lot of great. Again, I'm not going to go into details, but at the parks, at the resorts, at uh, Disney Springs, etc. There's some special foods and drinks that are honoring women that are available during the month of March only. And so I would just say, you know, keep your eyes out for that. There's some really cool things, but I love that they're, they're emphasizing that and bringing that to light and, um, Hope you all get a chance to enjoy it too. Yes, uh, it was a wonderful transition. We've just come off of a, a fantastic Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We're just wrapping that up here at the end of February, and then moving into the month of the woman. Um, you know, that's it's it's always a lot of fun, right. and Disney celebrates uh, all those uh, different cultures, yes. different styles, in so many right. wonderful ways. I know. And, um, It'd be sad to take see the soul food going. Oh, I know. Dishes going, I but know. yes. It's so getting good. a chance to try new things. So good. And it's good that they still, they, they do celebrate it all year long. Just, you know, obviously it's more focus in that month, right. but there, there you can still get a lot of these wonderful dishes that are, that celebrate all these uh, different things um, throughout the year. Exactly. As well. Michelle stories. Always the best stories. <laughs> Speaking of the best from Michelle, you know, we can't get out of here without getting a tip from Michelle because we <laughs> never leave you without giving a tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because you just heard it. She has the best stories. You also just heard she has the best list. <laughs> One thing is for certain, she always has the very best tip as well. So here it is. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Well, I don't know if this is one of the best ones, but um, I know that uh, I belong to several uh, groups that are like associated with the cruises right now because of our upcoming cruise. Uh, And this one isn't necessarily geared towards cruising, but one of the things I do notice a lot of times is people having confusion about the magic bands and how to get them when you're associated with a reservation, whether it be to the cruises or to one of the resorts. And I think part of that issue is because when you go in, you can't just go in and individually select, okay, 
you know, if I was going in for myself and we had, we were both on a reservation, I couldn't just go in and select a magic band for myself. You have to do it for the whole party. Now it doesn't mean you have, everybody has to purchase a a magic band plus or, or magic band. You could decline, but you have to do that all at once. And I think that part people get stuck on because they're trying to purchase one and they don't want to purchase it for the others in their family. And so they, they have that difficulty. And so just remember, you just have to do it for everybody one way or the other, which each individual person's choice is going to be, even if it is decline. But just know too, once you hit decline, you can't in, in put it through. You can't change that. Yep. So it's important to know because, yeah. you know, people will, you know, miss out or some people will get some and not get some or right. whatever, you know, you need to, you can't decide later. That needs to be decided at that moment. Right. Right. You know, but again, don't get frustrated with the system. I know it, it can be that way, but that's why you can't just go in, in individually. You do have to make a decision uh, for all the people on that same reservation. Very good. Michelle's tip, always the best tip. <laughs> uh, my tip this week is look we have a cruise coming here very excited we are as this episode is dropping we are a week away from right. our Disney cruise we cannot wait we have been looking into everything and one of the things we've been looking into is the one thing we do with cruises that we probably don't do with your regular Disney vacation and that is book travel insurance mm-hmm. for our cruises and there's a reason for that like I don't know if we've ever put it into use but you know the time you don't get it is the time you would need it. (laughs) And it's not necessarily about anything that happens with the cruise itself as far as, you know, whether it alternates ports, gets canceled, you know, all sorts of things. Disney will usually help take care of a lot of that stuff. If something goes sideways with the cruise itself, it's more about like what happens if, let's say, you trip and fall and, you know, injure yourself in any way. A lot of times... Your medical coverage, if your health insurance doesn't necessarily cover you in you in other countries, on the cruise ship, whatever that is, it may, it may not. Right. Or it may have a certain deductible that is right, really high. It's very, or... very high. So it's something to look into that one one check into your insurance and know what's going on with it, or whether it will back you in there. And sometimes credit cards will help you with that too. Mm-hmm. But be sure you know, and even if you're not, it's sometimes that just, you know, it's not that expensive to put, purchase travel insurance. It's one thing you can budget into it and it will have you covered for that situation should it unfortunately arise right. for anybody in your family. Um, you don't want to have to be on the matter. It's bad enough you get injured on a vacation, a wonderful vacation, but right. then you get home and you get this enormous bill that you weren't expecting as well. Uh, it could, it, that is something you also don't want to deal with. So that's why I would suggest, I think we would suggest that for cruises and sometimes for some of these other Disney vacations or other vacations that are taking you outside of the country, may you want, you may want to look in and weigh whether travel insurance is right for you. For sure. You know, and you can purchase it through Disney Cruise Line. You can uh, do that whenever, uh, you know, whether you're first booking or later on at it. Uh, Or you can get it from an outside vendor as well. The other things too to consider is what could happen even just before the trip. Like, you know, if you miss a flight or if your luggage doesn't make it, you, you can get 
funds to help pay for. Or we all know that we live in a COVID world now, right. you know, like what happens if somebody in the family or multiple people in the family come down with COVID like a couple days before right. your cruise. Right, exactly. You don't, if you have that covered, then you, you know, you don't need to worry about one, you shouldn't go on sick with COVID, right. you know, please don't do that. Don't yes. go on the ship with that illness and spread it, unfortunately, yeah. you know, even if you're trying not to wearing a mask, whatever, it still can happen. Right. Please cover yourself. And so you don't feel like you need to go on this cruise because you'll lose out on the money. Right. You know, or any kind of emergency that could happen. It could be, uh, you know, somebody not even associated with the travel, you know, God forbid, if you had like a family member have some emergency that you last minute need to uh, cancel that cruise, you don't want to lose all of that. And mm -hmm. so having the insurance is definitely a great safety net. Yeah, for sure. So look into it, at least weigh the options. Mm -hmm. There are multiple companies, like I said, you can book it through Disney, like Michelle mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, there are also multiple companies that offer it. You can compare, contrast, find out the best price for you. Also, uh, you know, we recommend a, a certified Disney vacation planner just right. like Nate doesn't have to be Nate of course we think he's the best but there are many many great ones out there um, other travel agents they can help you through that as well For so sure. please look yes. into it um, it's something that uh, you don't want to regret not right. paying just a little bit extra for um, and sometime on a what would otherwise be a wonderful right. trip definitely so that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we're going to look a little at the not so little things that enhance the attractions in the parks. We just talked about some of the music that enhances the attractions in the park. Well, next week, we're going to look beyond the ride. Disney Parks Interactive Experiences. These things, whether it's inside the attraction or outside the attraction, that bring that extra added, that plus, that extra magic to each attraction. Right, the things that make it your experience and, and how, how Disney does that. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun to look into for next week's show. As for this week's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We are on Twitter. X, formerly known as Twitter. Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. And we sure would appreciate it if you would tell some of your friends and family about this podcast and share the love. For sure. That's the best way to get the information out that this is a show that maybe people might enjoy, just like hopefully you do out right. there. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.